Podcast. The Ham Planet Podcast. Ham Planet Podcast. Unbelievable stories. The best. It's hilarious. Great vibes. It's electric. Ruby like a dragon. Good vibes and good stories. Take no doubt. It's a grand, good old time. We're happy to see you. Or six. A six, six or seven. Six point nine. Yeah, because <laughs> exactly. this is episode sixty nine. Oh yeah, episode sixty nine. What a great number! Shall we head to my favorite planet in the galaxy, the planet of good vibes? The planet of good vibes. The It's time! All right, all right, all right. I love humanity. I think it's great. It's all good, man. I think the word you're searching for is Space Ranger. The Ham Planet Podcast. Just stick around. Shakalaka. The alligators are chomping. Alligators are chomping. Are we recording? We're recording, and without being said, we are blasting off into the galaxy of good vibes. In the approximately five, four, three, two, and one. Top of the morning, folks. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Ham Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Ham. And if you are new, we're happy you're here. We got a great show ahead. This show is about three things. Simple as that. Good vibes, great people, and glorious stories. Let's go. And we have a healthy cornucopia of glorious stories, times, and vibes coming to you live tonight, ladies and gents. And with that being said, we are extremely happy to have the one and only Miss Katie Michaels back in studio. Let's get it, ladies and gents. Big, excited crowd tonight. Mm -hmm. Miss Katie Michaels, how are you feeling? I am feeling so great. I'm feeling great because, you know, we got to go out on the town last night, catch up, and now mm-hmm. we're here in your actual studio. Um, it feels like a real treat. So, yeah. It is a pleasure and honor, Katie. And I know um, this is a return to the Hand Planet podcast for you. And we have made the transition from our past one, was on old Zoom. Mm-hmm. Now, you zoomed over here. Yeah. <laughs> and we're we're in the studio, and it's going to be a fun show. So to get us started, Katie, you just went to the 
majestic land of Spain. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you were there for an entire school year. Yeah. Whole school year. Whole school year. Mm-hmm. And that is quite the adventure for an Oklahoma girl to be doing. <laughs> but you did it. We're steady doing adventures. It's Never going to stop. Life is an adventure. And Life is was, such an uh, adventure. A great one that you got to go on. So I'm curious, what um, what made Spain special? Mm, what made Spain special? And when, when did you go? When did you get back? I know you just got back. Yeah, so give I... Give us a timeline. I went last September, but I felt like... I was being led to go um, about a whole year earlier. So I had about a whole year to prepare to go to Spain. Um, And essentially I took that year and I saved money and I just thought about it and dreamed about it and was just like itching for an adventure because of coronavirus. I'm sure as many people were, maybe including yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A cabin fever, that... Have you heard of cabin fever? Oh, yeah. It's like I'm kind of going through it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, a lot of people experience it every day. It was just as uh, a vicious outbreak as the actual <laughs> virus. But we, we, we don't need to get into that aspect. But yeah. Um, yeah. So adventure, what made it? Adventure was on your mind. Adventure you was on, on a, my mind. A majestic adventure. I really did. And, you know, I knew that God was all over it because it was so easy. Like everything flowed so well. I had a job before where I could save up exactly like the amount of money that I needed. I got the visa and I was placed at a school that was so perfect for me. It was like out in the mountains. And if, if you guys know me, you know, from Culver, like I love horses. There was like a horse stable, like right next to my school, a hiking trail. It was like, it was one of those things where you're like, there's no way that this is so specific and perfect for me that came from just like me. You know what I mean? The, uh, the stars aligned. The stars did align. And I will tell you, Spain is a special, special place. The people are honestly, some of the, I'm just going to say it hottest people I've ever seen in my entire life I did not know sexy people I did not know what to expect I had a friend warn me it's in their blog my I had a friend say like what are you going to do when you get to Spain and like you're around all these like very like beautiful men I didn't know what she meant I never been around Spanish beautiful men yeah not handsome beautiful handsome and beautiful and I didn't know what she meant but the second I got off my airplane in Madrid I was like saw the most like well-dressed person I ever saw I was like whoa anyway so that's like what all of spain is like the women too it was just that's a that shocked me because everyone is just like fitted and fresh it's It's, insane it's uh pretty mind-blowing sometimes to see you know how much money might go into some of those outfits right for me i'll just i could throw on a a black t-shirt and just some standard shorts knackers Mm-hmm. and some tennis shoes but they they dress me with press which yeah. i respect and there's a time and place for that i think but they it's do. all the time and place in spain all the time and place it's like you don't go to the grocery store unless you're working out you don't wear athletic clothes it was kind of a shock actually at first because here in the united states we are just so so casual athleisure is the look you can like go to brunch and athleisure no one's gonna look twice yeah. and so that was a shock i actually had to like immediately go shopping because I was like this is not gonna work 
we're not in states anymore was it stressful though to have to kind of get fully beautified before going anywhere um honestly no it was amazing I feel like I remember I I met a new person that was me that had always been in there but never had a place to express it so I was like wow like I am well dressed like I can be like this type of beautiful like now a word from our sponsors Howdy there, ladies and gents. It's your good friend, Commercial Break Peter, here to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Unify Commerce. Say it with me now, Unify Commerce. Yes, guys, that is spelled U-N-I-F-I commerce.com. Guys, Unify is in fact my company, and I thought I'd go ahead and plug them on here so you guys can know a little bit of what I do outside of having a great time on the podcast. Guys, Unify is a social technology company that simply helps other companies take their social presence to the next level. Simple as that. And the primary service I want to highlight is professional video creation. Guys, if your company is in need of an exceptional video that shows what you do, why you do it, how you do it, and why it is so valuable, then Unify is here to help. And Unify can create an exceptional advertisement that can really help build awareness and drive sales for your company. We have been in business since the summer of 2018 and helping businesses grow and capitalize on the opportunities that social presence can offer is something we love to do. So if you need a next level video, you need a next level team on your side. And that is Unify. So guys, go ahead and visit unifycommerce.com if you want to learn more. And if you want to inquire about working with us, simply go to the work with us tab. And we would love to connect. Anyways, y'all back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Good Old Ham Planet podcast. Peter Ham, Miss Katie Michaels. Hello. In the house. Mm-hmm. Katie, we were discussing how people in Spain were so beautiful. <laughs> and you really found that beauty within when you were there, <laughs> so to speak. Would that be correct? Yeah, basically, in a nutshell, it was so, it was actually so fun to get to dress up every day and like look so nice. Like, it, I mean, it feels great to look good. Like, this just feels good. Why, why do we neglect that as Americans? I agree. I, I don't think the lazy look should be, I think there's a a functional basic look that's acceptable, but the, mm-hmm. la- the lazy, like, the big ass t-shirt sorority girl look that's that's greasy to me honestly (laughs) (laughs) well i feel like here in the states you said it we're all about functionality we're all about functionality and kanye and kim came in and made athleisure a thing i think it was them correct me if i'm wrong was that the outfit that was like all black athleisure i just feel like kanye with um his brand yeah really like took took streetwear and comfy clothes and made them super trendy they did and lulu yeah yeah Lu- they're huge yeah <laughs> so lulu is great but brands have started to copy them a lot for sure i got oh, some yeah. sweatpants from target and 
they look they look like lulus mm-hmm. they feel like lulus they got that stretchy kind of like all the good material yeah um lulu definitely changed the game lulu changed the game for sure so katie going yeah. back to getting ready mm-hmm. how long does it take you to get ready Mm, I'm easy I'm really easy so for me it takes like if I shower Mm -hmm. like an hour okay tops top from like beginning of shower to walking out the door ready to go I'm ready to go what about you well me I can I can do it in five minutes if I want to get really dialed in 20 20 what that's what like, goes down in the 20 minute versus the five minute like that's what i have to know yeah so the the 20 minute what happens is shave maybe a haircut maybe, do your own haircut i do my own haircut yeah wow I've been a, doing man it for three years. a man of many talents a man of many talents and you a lady of many talents true um love and humbleness <laughs> <laughs> who me yeah no, I'm just kidding. well we um we love to see it and see it. You gotta own maybe it. some cologne mm-hmm. will occur um putting on putting on nicer shoes tightening them up mm. to perfection i see and maybe shining Shine a little bit shoes. culver style this is what guys do to get ready they shine their shoes yeah deodorant Get some deodorant. A little extra deodorant during the 20 minute sessions. Mm. So if it's during the five minute session, I just go under the pitch. But if it's a 20, I go under the pitch. I do a T. A T. A T. Yeah. I don't know if it's a waste or if not, but I think it helps. Oh, interesting. I've never heard of anyone using deodorant anywhere other than under their armpits, but honestly, it's so smart. You you hug people all day. You want your chest to be smelling good if you're a taller guy mm-hmm. like, yeah that shit can get greasy guys have guys have chest hair most yeah <laughs> um, i don't have a ton which you know i definitely sometimes wish i had more but really because i know men getting laser hair removal that i feel like if you're fat you gotta get it not to be rude <laughs> but but it, it's hair is a lot tougher on the body when it's on a thicker individual in my opinion Mm, it's harder on the eyes in on my eyes personally yeah but you never know someone could have that type of preference you know people have unusual preferences nowadays and taste and they do food men women well it's lucky like do you ever have a friend where you they're like talking about what their taste is in a guy and they like really like this guy they like and it's so different than your taste you're like that's so different than me but it's it's so it's so good that it's like that like thank god yeah i won't use any names to be specific but for example Mm -hmm. uh speaking of like taste i think this is a good topic to go into taste of men and women Mm mm-hmm like I have a friend whose taste, he only likes Asian women, mm. Japanese, Chinese, Filipino, Korean. That's all. I mean, there's more Asian countries, but yeah. that's all he likes. Does not want a white girl. Okay. Or a black girl or a Mexican girl or a 
Latina. Yeah. Not, not that was accent, a good accent. Latina, senorita. <laughs> Latina, senorita. Um, but yeah. Well, you know, that makes me beg the question, and I wonder what you think about this. Yeah. Did God program that person in that way because he has like a his wife is an Asian woman? Like, is it less well, of that married, he discriminates, so. but more that it was who he's meant to be with? It, God programmed him that way. Like, what are your thoughts on that? I think. I think, yeah, we're definitely programmed, programmed, I don't know if our taste directly comes from God, but definitely God puts us in our environment. Mm, Yeah. Like, for example, he, he grew up in an Asian country. I won't get too specific, but do you have any friends, do you, do you have any people, you know, who they have a very unique taste and it's mm. just they just like this mm. yeah but i don't want to like out them we don't want to out them so okay. but it's it sometimes it will be stuff that like to me that's just not like what i like so it's always just interesting yeah i have a friend who likes just jewish girls and I say that really narrows things down for you. So I don't know if it's. A, Is he Jewish? He's not. That's a weird thing. Oh, wait, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's all types. I mean, I've, I've had people I know who will just, they just like black girls or just like only white women. Mm-hmm. Um, so in regards to women and their face, do you feel like they're as picky and choosy as to what taste they have or Hmm. is there like a basic hierarchy of needs that women all gravitate towards well I feel like the stereotypical thing that you always hear is that women care about height and how much people are paid like that's like the stereotype right um which is about a reasonable stereotype yeah i think so too um it is it's based off of something so yeah Yeah. so that's that's a thing but (laughs) but honestly that's why i'm kind of obsessed with where our culture is now where we're like getting married later and it's not so much about like the second you get out of college or in college you find your person because you know you mature like we all mature when we get into our upper 20s -hmm. and our tastes change and you realize what's really important like you're trying to be with your best friend not just a height one thousand (laughs) percent yeah not just height like you're wanting to be with your person that you're going to be on mission with and like on purpose with and maybe that comes without i don't know like it's just it's like let's get rid of the shallow one thousand percent one thing i'm curious if you have this Mm -hmm. do you know a lot of people who got married in their early 20s 21 22 23 Mm. who look back on it now and it's like damn they're it's they're not doing too hot wow (laughs) or they're a slave to their lady or vice versa right because you didn't get to work all that stuff out before like getting into your relationship Mm. i have i know a lot of guys who got married 
you know, right off the cuff, mm-hmm. right, right coming out of college or while in college. I'm not going to lie. There's some of them who, you know, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. I'll, I'll put it out. And there's a lot of them who are still madly in love and doing great. Yeah. And we love both types of, of brothers, but we love I definitely, I definitely see it a lot. And, um, what do you think some of some of the advantages are of waiting until you're and, until or putting it off until you're fully matured? Oh man, I mean, the brain there's a stops plethora at 25. Yeah, it stops developing at 25, right? Yeah. Ooh, some of the advantages. Well, you know, I just think it's nice to have a little space to figure out like who you are, and it sounds so cliche, but it's true. It's true. It's true. Like, who are you? What do you like? What do you want? Like who I, who I was when I graduated college is literally so opposite of who I am now. Not opposite. I'm still me. I'm still my essence, but like, right. But you've, you've grown a lot. I don't trust who I would have chosen. <laughs> like, it would have been a huge misfortune if I would have picked a guy uh, based off of who I was at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Why so? Would they have just been tall and we would have been people that we had fun partying together, you know, and that's cool. That's fun. Like, I want to have fun with my partner a hundred percent, but like, yeah, that's a huge thing, but it's also like, that's not everything. Yeah. The, um, having fun partying together is a huge reason. I feel like people in college fall in love mm-hmm. is because, Oh, they had a, a few fun parties together. Mm-hmm. Some of the few times they got, intoxicated maybe together yeah and you know that's what they do but then when you gotta start paying the bills being a full full time 24 7 around the clock team mm-hmm. it ain't all uh sunshine and rainbows sometimes it ain't all beers and party buses yeah, anymore <laughs> it ain't even though we love the beers and party buses like times have changed but that brings that brings up a question for me do you feel like because we went to boarding school and at that boarding school it was very strictly no alcohol if you got caught drinking alcohol guys this is how serious it was you would literally get kicked out and your parents your dust just so you know like your parents probably spent like 40 grand on that year for you so if you get kicked out where you got a scholarship and someone else believed in you and invested in you, but you're this dumb little teen. But anyway, so we came from a non-drinking environment. Yeah. I'm curious. Do you feel like your connections with the opposite sex were stronger at Culver where there was no alcohol or in college where there was an abundance? Hmm. I, I would say a tough question it is a tough i would say they're all special in their own right yeah but definitely it not being present um you're a little more in tune with just your natural emotions right. you feel everything you can't hide if you're sad you're you're fucking sad yeah. if you're happy you're through the roof you're in you're in love you can't celebrate it by getting a couple drinks or if you're Mm -hmm. sad you can't drown away the sorrows with going to parties right so yeah to a degree i would say definitely colver it was more 
you definitely you felt everything at Gore. Oh my gosh, it was insane. For, it was like insanely painful worse. and insanely amazing on like the same exact right. Yeah. <laughs> it absolutely was. Culver will always be a special place in my heart. And we have our 10-year reunion for the Culver Academy's class of 2013. The best class Culver has ever seen, in my opinion. Call me bias. Yeah. I might be. It's the best because one. there's a lot of great classes. The class of 2013 from the Culver Academies. Whew. That's a good one. It's a good, good group of people. It's uh, a good gang. That's a great gang. Katie, um, last night we were talking about what a man wants and what mm, a woman wants. Yeah. And we had some great scientific discoveries. Yeah. And you've been reading a book and or you've mm-hmm. been really mm-hmm. making it a point to learn what a, what a man actually wants. Yeah. And I'd love to hear about what you've learned lately. Yeah. Okay. So just a little background um, is that there's a book that was written. It's called Love and Respect. And essentially the premise of the book is that if a woman is unconditionally respecting her man and a man is unconditionally loving his woman, they're different things woman respects man, man loves woman. It keeps the cycle going. It goes really well. And when I first heard this, I thought to myself, what is respect? Like, I literally don't know like what that means. Does it mean like I show up on time? Does it mean I, I I don't know what that means. And so I started, so I asked you last night, I said, well, what does respect mean to you? But I, I now have the list of what the author says respect is to your man. And I'm dying to hear no, I'm My living. Thoughts. I'm living it to hear what your thoughts are. I'm here for it. So here we go. Because I do have some agree thoughts. completely that that is a, a thing that men just strongly desire from a woman. It's respect. It's respect. And it's simple as that. Mm-hmm. But what the respectful actions are and them being understood is far from being understood yeah so let's see what's on the know. list what yeah do we, what do we got on the list um okay let's go but before I just want to say I always thought men just need to be loved just like I need to be loved like I did not know this so let's, let's yeah let's hop in the first one man sees respect as his woman um appreciating his desire to work and achieve what do you think about huge. that that is so huge that is so huge there's something so empowering Mm. by having a woman believe in you and have the confidence in your mission and what they have the ability to do is really be that jet fuel to your your passion or what you want to build Mm. um they are the best it if they do just that, it's the best sort of reassurance and confidence builder and performance builder you can get. Amen. No lie. Amen. And I I did not really understand how important it was for men to work and be able to provide because as a woman, that's just not naturally built into us. Like we want to be successful because we just want to like be able to pay for our nice clothes and our nice apartment and things. But 
I had no clue until I read Steve Harvey's book, to be honest. Um, Shout out Steve Harvey. <laughs> hi, Steve Harvey. That men had this built in and that is so important to them to be, it's a, it's a, it's an instinct. It sounds like. It is. It is. It's, um, for example, la- last night you, we were discussing just cast up life, business, so on and so forth. You asking me questions about business and you know, how, how things go, how Mm -hmm. things are done on certain aspects of my career. Like that's, that's a good feeling. Yeah. And it's also a good feeling being like rooted on or cheered on. Totally. Or if people are in a full blown marriage scenario, if that guy is working his ass off coming home and like knowing your wife's going to be like, so so proud of you so for just all you've accomplished oh you got a raise mm-hmm. let's go out let's celebrate yeah like you're just you're crushing it i'm here for it i mean there's a long list of things that could be said to encourage the career and and work um but respecting that is is huge and having confidence in the work that your man does is massive massive and it's it's so mutually beneficial so yeah. okay i'm gonna scoot and boot and your words right along so we can get so we yeah, can cover let's hear this. okay so the woman recognizes oh this is kind of goes into it um then the man's need to protect and provide protect and protect is a big one like protect your protect your little tribe right? yeah and provide for it my thoughts on that absolutely mm-hmm. i'm probably someone who puts a bit more emphasis on that than others but because you have cute little hattie yeah definitely because of hattie but to me i've always just had this feeling inside me that like my girl i need to she needs to know and mm-hmm. everyone else needs to fucking know that she's protected and if anything right when she's with me she's safe but if she's not with me she's still gonna be safe because i got her yeah that's so important and even for us women it's important because i think back to like for example when i was going to music festivals festivals i would go to with just girls honestly they were not as enjoyable they were not as fun you'd have creeps coming up and just like getting way too close, not taking a hint. But when you had your men around and guys yeah. with you, you felt so safe to just relax and chill. And it's so nice just having that. And and guys enjoy that duty, especially. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, even with my family members, like if I go out to eat with, say, my mom, mm-hmm. I want her to know that, hey, she's safe. Or my grand, grand, I mean, I know we're talking relationship wise, but a guy in general wants to be viewed, in my opinion, as a protector right. by the women in his life. From all the women, not just your. And that he can give security and safety. Yeah. So huge. So huge. And we as women are like so appreciative. And so, yeah. some are, some aren't. 
Oh. But being a <laughs> I'm speaking for all women. Like <laughs> we we love it. <laughs> most most do, but uh I mean in my opinion, I think all women do love it. Some don't let it be known that they love it. It's people I think that haven't done this type of education for themselves and don't yeah. realize that like because that was like me too like I didn't realize that m- men were different than me so for me I thought I I don't know like I, I didn't know that that was so important right and that I could love it I could love when someone protects me it's not a burden to them they like it they like it yeah it's insane it's amazing keep or like keep me close baby if it's saying <laughs> shit like that or like I know I'm safe. I I got you as my security. Like things like that. I personally I think are great. Yeah. To so be great. told so as a great. guy. Yeah. It's like you're doing your like your role. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the next one. Okay. I'm and really we, curious. We like doing our job and going off the previous line. Uh-huh. We like doing our job of protecting and we like doing it well. Mm, we that's like good. To, we we like to be informed that hey you're doing your job and you're doing a damn good job you're doing it well yeah you're doing it well yeah okay let's go scooting and booting to number three on the list so i'm, I'm gonna skip down to this one because i'm really curious about your opinion on this so yeah this is and i'm gonna explain it it's it, it's called shoulder to shoulder and it means men love doing activities with their women where shoulder to shoulder means like standing next to each other. Like you're working on something together. Like you could be golfing together, this or that, where women like more of the direct connection. We're talking, you're listening to me. I'm talking to you where guys, it's more like activity based. What do you think about that? So me personally, I like both. You like both. Okay. That's cool. I'm a very sentimental person. Mm-hmm believe it or not I do have some sentiment you know a a, a large unit <laughs> exterior <laughs> a large unit exterior but I do have uh, a sentimental side to me and the one-to-one like talking obviously mm-hmm. I love it I'm passionate about talking because it's tied to learning in my opinion Mm, yeah and anything you care about you have to learn about it by talking about it yeah that's true and talking about it with someone else is how you learn about it even faster let me ask you this is it important that your woman is like very involved in like your hobbies with you and like like just for your personal enjoyment yeah yeah it's it's definitely important excuse me no problem. It's definitely important. But another thing is that I think it's always important for the woman to have a hobby of their own. Mm, yeah. A passion, a passion of their own or a thing like they could go do with friends or mm-hmm. I, I, I think there's a lot of value in that. Yeah. Because if a girl doesn't have that and it's just like, Oh, whatever he's gonna do, I'm doing it. I'm gonna be there. Oh, he's oh, Pete has a rugby match. I'm just going to watch a rugby match. Oh, oh, he's at practice. I'll I'll see him after, see. like shit like that. It's nice to be able to have, you know, some 
it's good to see a little fire, a little passion, a little something you care about, something you want to nurture and grow as well yeah. from a woman. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. But I don't want them getting carried away with it. <laughs> but have a good hobby. Have a good hobby. And there's so many fun things out there to do. So yeah, like painting art. Painting art. That'd be dope. I recently went to like a little rock climbing lesson. I fucking love that too. I got all the way to the very top. Let's go. Oh my gosh. I would have ring the bell. I wish there was a bell, but I did learn like a little lesson. Like I got to the top because there was someone beneath me that could see what I couldn't see and could help me to like get my feet in the right place. Yeah. And it just kind of like was a little symbolism for me of like some relationship stuff. Like he could see where I should put my foot. I would not have gotten to the top if I wouldn't have known to put my foot on that little tiny thing. Yeah. Did, um, <laughs> it's the first time you went rock climbing? Well, he, he, the other times I got really scared. So I've been a couple times, but I got really scared. But this time I was like, no, nah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get to the top. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. And you, and you got to the top of the mountain. I got to the top. Okay. Next one. Okay. A man sees respect as um, authority to serve and to lead. How important is it to you to be recognized as someone who's serving and leading? Let me know. So... Shit, I feel like these might be targeted towards me because these are all the things like I'm 1000% about or it's just that good. <laughs> but leading to me is a, a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's important to me. Yeah. Be the leader in a relationship, be the leader of a team, be a leader to others. Mm -hmm. Like that. that's... Like, I feel very drawn and very called to do that. Yeah. And I don't know if all guys are like that. A lot are. Um, yeah. What was the other half? To serve. To serve, which can actually go hand in hand with leading, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a good leader is someone who serves the team well or serves the team the best mm -hmm. and sets the standard high. So, yeah, definitely stuff definitely getting shit done as i like to say is something mm -hmm. that's uh something most men desire to do mm -hmm. and whatever that shit they might be getting done it's good for there to be a, a respect for their craft yeah a respect for it and yeah and the, and the serve part of it able to see like hey he's doing x so that it gives back to y mm -hmm. that's cool he does x so it goes back to y and we appreciate it yeah and what's funny is like i'm learning all this right now it being single and i'm sure it'll be so much more challenging when i'm actually in the situation but i do think it's just so valuable we're both, we're both single yeah we are and it's so valuable i'm, I'm gonna read you the girl ones and the, the single, single foxes. Wolf. oh yeah fox and wolf let's go return of the wolf return of the fox let's get it um but i'm gonna read you the girl ones too but there's a couple more guy ones okay yeah I let's hear see oh insight your ability to analyze and counsel what do you think about that? To analyze and counsel. 
Yeah, that's key. That your woman lets you analyze. She lets you give her some counsel. Because I feel like guys, like, they love to fix the problems. Absolutely. Um, a guy, they don't just want to listen to us, like, go off. Oh, they don't <laughs> like that. <laughs> I feel like a lot of guys do want to be viewed that they're a big piece of the problem solver in the mm-hmm. couple. They They... They have a certain intelligence that's unique to them that they're able to solve a problem for both of y'all. And when they're able to do that, it's a good feeling. Yeah. It's like, oh, what are we doing? Okay, we're doing this, this, and this. And they're like, that's a great plan. I fucking love it. All right, let's do that. It feels good. For the guy, that feels great. For for the girl, it's great. Mm -hmm. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. Let's go. So I do agree with that for sure. Okay. And then the last one is sex. So this would be more in like guys need it. Yeah. They think about it too much, probably. I'm like, how do you guys because I uh, I kind of am like on just for me personally, like waiting till marriage. I'm like, okay, if it's so important in marriage, like how are y'all dealing outside of marriage? Like well, there's um <laughs> I don't know if that's too personal of a question. It's not personal. <laughs> There, there's um, kind of a natural feeling that men have that, for better or for worse, that's a huge motivating factor. Mm-hmm. The smart ones understand that that's not, that ain't all, all it is. Mm. Oh, that's that's a really good way to look out of it. Like, God gave us these desires, like as motivation to move towards his ultimate design, which is like procreation and like all the things. So it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a natural thing. I mean, if a guy doesn't want sex, then a lot of the, and I mean, speaking from just like a human standpoint, the guy doesn't want sex. A lot of the other previous lines or points Mm -hmm. the four previous ones kind of fall apart Mm. to a degree i mean explain that it's an important piece of the puzzle that it's like the glue type of a thing yeah it is so maybe that's why you know they say like when people lose their spark it's like it's a big issue it is yeah because like if i don't if i don't want that love if, if i don't want sex to be spot on with the term Mm -hmm. from a lady i could get maybe those same things from a friend Mm, interesting but it's not the same but when you want when you're sexually physically lusting for a for a girl as a man uh it amplifies all of those needs that you just for those listed. other things for the other things yes okay the the lust is like the fuel to the fire that makes everything more desired by the man mm. okay interesting interesting right. so i'm going to tell you now the girl side and just let me know what your thoughts Let's go are to the girl. so we've got the man side mm-hmm. the man side which side. all of them Wow, it's kind of spooky how spot on they are. But let's hear the woman's side. Okay, so the woman's side is all about love. 
you know, as women, if you asked me, do I, do I care about being respected? I'd say, yeah, but to me, that looks like being loved. Like that's like how I would describe it as if I'm being well-loved. And what I'm being, is being loved? Well, this is what it is. Let me, let me just get right into it. We'll hop right into it. Okay. A woman sees love as closeness, closeness. So like being close to your man. So like, just come like here. yeah. Okay. So I, I agree with that one openness can open up to her that's huge that's like, very huge huge like when someone opens up to you you know that like oh my gosh like and because i know it's not easy for guys to open up and when they do it's extremely hard is it extremely extremely because as a woman we open up all day long we're like i'm opening up to you like like I'll carefully tell you everything that's going on in my life i'll fucking tell you all the drama i got i'm like, fucking going through this shit <laughs> with discernment but like we're open you right. know what i mean right and it's a great thing yeah so why is it so is it why is it hard for guys to be open why is it hard for guys to be open a great question mm -hmm. first and foremost at the forefront of that is men's desire to be tough to be strong, mm. to be courageous, to be someone who can be viewed as uh, someone who sets the standard high when it comes to they can go through the shit in life and come out strong. So opening up feels like it might be like a threat to that. A threat to toughness. Mm, I mean, that makes sense to me. It, it can be. It can be perceived which I don't think this is a wrong perception. A lot of men have, it can be perceived as soft or it can be as mm. perceived as being too vulnerable when you're speaking with a fully open heart. Yeah. Which is something in my eyes, I try and be an example for men that, Hey, it's not, it ain't soft. It ain't, it ain't something that's going to be viewed as, putting yourself out there too much or being too vulnerable it's it's just the smart thing to do and it feels good it's it like makes the strongest easier. strongest thing you could ever do yeah it's because it's so scary there's like uh it's a weird way to describe it but there's like a straight line to just saying what's on your mind what's on your heart it's easy to do it's smooth. It's just how you feel. You speak it, you're open about it. But when you have to do something to be tough, or you have to do something to maybe keep some sort of something from someone, uh, there's like multiple layers of thinking that you're having to go through. Mm. Um, but when we're just opening up, it's just like, okay, I'm saying what the fuck I gotta say. This is how I feel. It's easy. It's so freeing. It's freeing. And it ain't tough keeping your emotions bottled up, not speaking to anyone about it, mm -hmm. not speaking to anyone who's honestly an expert in that area. It's just stupid at that point when people have things they won't open up about because they're trying to be tough or be manly. Mm. Opening up and keeping it real is being manly. And I will say, like, as a woman, it is hard too. It's easier on like easier things, but when you're having to like maybe like put yourself out there, like 
Right. But something on the line where you might get rejected or something, it's scary. Yeah. The fear of judgment is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For everyone. Especially when you really care about the person you're opening up to. And if you think you're going to put it out there, you might lose them. When really it's like, I think some people could tell me some crazy stuff and I would, they wouldn't lose me, you know, but it's scary when you're that person and it's like, you might be the one who's going to lose. 1000%. You don't know how they're going to react. 1000%. I mean, that brings me to an example that was hard for me, which was when I had Hattie, Mm -hmm. it was a unique scenario. And at times it was hard for me to like tell people, well, it's obviously it's, there's a lot to it all. Yeah. But, um, I'm sure it was hard, but telling people being, you know, opening up yeah, was hard to some mm-hmm. people. Cause I'd be like, Oh shit, they're going to think I'm just another one of them, another one of them boys, Yeah, <laughs> which fuck that. That's not, I, people don't need to think that way. Do you feel like you are at a different place with it now than you were initially? I, or does it still a struggle yeah. sometimes? I mean, it, it, it's, uh, yeah, I'm definitely in a, be- a better place with it, but, um, it just comes with growing. I mean, it comes with, right. it comes with being a man mm-hmm. and being a good man. Yeah. And just uh, as time goes on, you learn that as a, as a guy, you learn that, hey, be a good man and things will start working out. And yeah, I feel like you've really embraced, like I've watched you really embrace that and like just take ownership over your life when. Thank you. I try, I try to. I, we weren't really super in touch before the Hattie thing. So I don't really know how you were before that. But it, to me, I definitely same. know after like you like yeah. are crushing it in that area. I appreciate it. Katie. Yes. We, it, it, it never, it never had a major effects on my personality, but it was definitely at times hard to open up to certain people. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is the good thing about opening up to people is once you open up to them, if they don't like what you have to open up about, or if they're not there to support you, love you or care or understand or get the full story, take in all the facts Mm -hmm. or maybe try and place themselves in your shoes, they don't do all that. Or if they don't do any of that and it pushes them away, fuck them. Yeah, you don't need them in your life, right? They out, they out. They it's don't like a with natural you when you process. open up. That means they're out. That's the easiest way to break up with anyone. Even Honestly, friends have so to smart. friends and boyfriend, girlfriend, coworkers, whatever. If you open, if you open up to them and they don't like it, that's a clear sign that you don't really need them around. Mm-hmm. So opening up is a thing more people need to do especially men gosh it can be so scary but it's so necessary it's, it's so necessary you have to like get naked but like mentally getting naked feels good 
It does. Like it can lift a weight. It can definitely lift a weight off of you. <laughs> Fully random question mm-hmm. off of that statement. Is taking a selfie naked a common thing for girls? Um, Just like, oh, I'm naked. I look good. Boom. Guys don't do that that I know guys of. Guys totally do that all the time. I feel like guys do they take no they don't guys take like flexing selfies a lot which I flexing mean, flexing yes which I didn't understand until my friend recently informed me that it's because they worked really hard and they're proud of their accomplishments which I I like once she gave me that perspective I was like okay one thousand percent I can see that and it's a data point I, th- I take them all the time. I take, it is well, not, I'm not like flexing, but it's okay. If you are like, I, I now I understand. <laughs> I just take a picture of me in the mirror <laughs> just to see like, oh shit, I'm looking like a fat bitch or, oh, I'm looking sharp. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. I get that. Yeah. It's a body check for me, but for girls, I feel like it's a little different. Um, it's more like I want to look really cute or something like that. I, I can't speak for all women. I have no clue if all women, if it's calm or not, if they take naked selfies. Like, I don't know. Well, that's okay. Do I, like, sometimes? Like, maybe. Yeah, sometimes. But sure. nothing. I saw on a bar stool thing, thing that girls do take naked oh. selfies. Guys don't. But the flexing thing, 1,000% occurs. But mm. anyways. Okay, well, let's get back our, to this What's our next thing? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, understanding, listening without trying to fix. That's what a woman sees as love. So that's, that is real. That is very real. Yes. And a good way, men out there, to handle this is when your woman is opening up to you to say, hey, are you looking for a solution or are you just wanting me to listen? Just ask that. And they'll tell you. They'll definitely tell you. Like, uh, I'm, so I'm going to practice just... that. Katie, are you looking for a solution or are you just looking for me to listen, darling? I'd say like, okay, well, honestly, at first, I just need you to listen. But then like, yeah, if you have a solution, that's great. But I just kind of need to like get this out of, out of me. I got gotcha. you. add on darling at the end or no um i'd say depends on who for me darling um yeah i like it you do like does it work i don't know well depends homie um (laughs) i'll do this i'm gonna fire off words that you could potentially call a girl and you give me a one to ten okay let's do it just rapid fire just one to ten what how you perceive it okay okay darling mm, three honey like with the, with the southern accent too honey <laughs> honey four gorgeous okay that one is like a nine that's not fair. okay beautiful that's up there too. I'd say like an eight or nine. Babe. Babe, I like babe. So babe is probably a baby. Like, no, no baby. Baby's a zero. Just give me the numbers. Hey, baby. Well, it depends on who's saying it. Austin Powers. 
<laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> okay, that's a ton. That's a ton. Awesome power says different. Okay, what else do we got? Uh, sugar. One. One. I don't get that. What about sugar? Uh, three. That's with an A, not the ER. <laughs> sugar okay. with an ER is just creepy. I'm like, who says that? <laughs> you. No, well, I call Hattie like little sugar sometimes. <laughs> well, that's no judgment. No judgment. There's I'm a lot of names. Um, <laughs> let's see if I'm missing any primary ones. Uh, snack. Snack. Um, not, Hello, I snack. <laughs> snack attack. Like, are you saying like, you like it's just one to ten? <laughs> or zero to ten okay if you're just literally calling me snack with no context like no. like hey you're looking like a snack okay there that i snack think is alert. both funny and a compliment which is really nice but if someone's just like hey Dual snack track. i would say why why did you just call me snack so i would say if you're telling someone they're looking like a snack and they like trust you and it's like funny and cool then you're not being a creep is what i'm trying to say like get to a certain point so it's it's a like a seven or six 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 or seven six point nine yeah (laughs) because this is episode 69 oh yeah episode 69 what a great number okay what other names do we have um yeah Uh, okay here's a kind of off the wall one Ma belle, which means my beautiful in French. You're not that guy, Bell. Trust me. You're not that guy. I mean, I like I that. A, I had a girlfriend who wanted me to come out. <laughs> what did she think about? She sucked. <laughs> she sucked. Yeah, she's she's dusty. <laughs> Don't talk bad about your ex. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, you can if you want. Remember, this show's just for entertainment purposes only. I could I could I'm probably just making all this up. For all you know. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, how we're about... not doctors. We're not financial advisors. No. And we're just here for entertainment purposes. We're here for entertainment purposes only. Okay. Do you have any guy names? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's see if you can be five rapid. Okay, babe. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. Eight and a half. I like that. this one. I don't. I'm not saying I say it, but I'm just curious what your opinion is. Daddy. Daddy. Oh. <laughs> to me, I that's like a. It's kind of weird. It's like a six point five. I mean, it's not. I I really don't like it. Probably when I was younger and wasn't a daddy, I kind of <laughs> thought it was cooler. That's but hilarious. I actually have a little girl who does it say that so i'm for me used to like it done probably not acceptable now so we'll put it at 6.5 okay what about like handsome handsome eight okay that's a good nine nine eight or nine okay what about like hunk like hey hunk six i mean it's not horrible it's still it's, not it's still a positive thing but it's not like mm. yeah i'm a hunk 
<laughs> like I think it's because like in our culture we don't use that word so it's kind of weird if you're like yeah I'm a hunk okay we'll, we'll both give our number on this one okay we'll do our last one best one here okay okay sexy getting called damn you're looking sexy Mm, that one is just like across the board because there's times as a woman where that's really annoying and just inappropriate i'm saying in that context and then there's other times when it's the person that you're like really into where that would be like a huge compliment so that could range anywhere from a one to a ten it just depends okay so if you're into the person it's a ten and it's appropriate yeah like what if you're kind of in what if if you're Oh, if you're if I'm kind of into them and they're like, could it tilt them forward or tilt them back? It depends on. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. There's a little dingy, dingy, dingy. ding. <laughs> I say it depends on the tone that they use. Yeah, like it's if all it's, about delivery. It, like if it's like, hey, sexy, and it's like weird, it's like mm, that might draw them back. But if they're like really like meaning it and like talking to you and saying like. Oh my gosh, like you look Genuinely, so sexy tonight. You're looking sexy. Like you were looking so sexy tonight. And it's like a private moment just between y'all two, like a little moment of connection. I would say that is a 10 out of 10, 12 out of 10. Like that's the best thing you could say. But it has to be genuine and it has to be like private. I feel like that's huge because you don't want to be like as a woman, like kind of objectified. You want it to be like y'all's little secret that like they're thinking that you're looking sexy. 1000%. So you need a good delivery if you're, if you're a guy and you need to know your place. If you're, if she likes, if she, if she might not like you, you might be fucking shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, I would definitely proceed with caution. Yeah. I just, I guess I'll just go. It's, it's such a unique thing to every situation. Just kind of some guys might be ballsy and just go for it. Maybe that works for them. Others maybe proceed with caution so my yeah feed, tell me yours my, feed, my feedback is it would it's it's like a 10 for me okay and the funny thing is is we had kenneth pj on here he's a gay man he said for guy gay guys too it's like a 10 for them oh wow so you've played this game but for almost if you tell if any guy straight guy men who love women like myself if they get that compliment it's a 10 too i love that i mean it's a really big compliment it is yeah because it goes past like you look attractive it's there has to be a level of trust there i think too no doubt okay i'm gonna ask you one more line okay okay i like your style oh that's really that's big because it's like more okay one out of ten okay i'd say that up there is right up there for me like at a nine or a ten love that nine or a ten what about you oh if i got that i would i'd give it a ten yeah because if someone likes your style it means you you have the same same vibe vibe you're like on the same station like radio station you're plugged into the same thing you're plugged in and your styles might become more similar like as you go. They absolutely don't. So that was fun. You love to see it. Well, Katie, we've had a magnificent time. I know we could keep shooting the breeze for hours upon hours. And I know we have 
many more well i don't want to leave the people without the rest of the female list so let me just name that off we don't have to discuss them let's hear the female list we would love to hear the female okay the next is oh there's only three more peacemake women see love as their man being a peacemaker so peacemaker saying sorry loyalty she needs to know you are committed i will say that is huge because without that as a woman you can't open up yeah you have to know you're like in safe grounds um goes hand in hand with safety security it does it does like a woman's heart can't open if she if someone's not committed it's you just die a little inside if you're like chilling with that type of person scumbags it's not good um stay stay loyal (laughs) And then esteem, they, the man honors and cherishes her. So that's super, yeah, I'd say that's big. So that's the list. Can you make sure to send that list to me? Yeah. So I can study it? Yeah. I'll show you. I'll send you like the book too, or like the picture of the book. I would love that. I would love that. And all the gentlemen out there should continue to learn about what a woman wants. Mm Mm-hmm. And our gorgeous ladies out there should learn what does a guy want? Right? It's and like makes so much sense. Like, why not set ourselves up for respect? Set us up for respect, love, and success. And the first step is realizing your wants are different, which is just so mind boggle when you first realize it. They absolutely are. Well, Katie. Pete. We had a miraculous time. This was fun. Uh, where can the fine folks who enjoy the Hand Planet podcast find Miss mm-hmm. Katie Michaels on IG? Oh, um, Katie Michaels. You can just search just search my name. Um, at Katie Michaels, ladies and gents. Give her a follow. At Katie Michaels. She's an amazing lady. And very, very happy to share the mic with her. Oh, me too. This has been so fun. And I hope it helps some people who are maybe like hoping to be in a relationship one day or are in a relationship someday just to hear the different male and female perspectives. Absolutely. There's a lot of love in the world. So Mm -hmm. if you feel like you don't have some, don't you worry. It's out there. You just got to learn how to get it. We did some good steps tonight. I think we did. We absolutely did. And ladies and gents, we hope you have a lovely day, a lovely evening, a lovely afternoon, and we will see your beautiful faces.